In America, we don't turn to government to restore our souls. We put our faith in Almighty God. You voted to make America great again. We are making America greater than ever before. And it's happening before your eyes. We will rekindle new faith in our values, new pride in our history, and a new spirit of unity that can only be realized through love for our great country. The American people voted to reject this corrupt globalism. This is the most important election in the history of our country. And yet, despite all of our greatness as a nation, everything we have achieved is now in danger. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. And when I'm reelected, the best is yet to come. to the Hip Hop Patriots. Probably one of the largest letdowns in political history. Just have fun. Keep fighting, God wins. We love real about an hour ago and spoke to the media outside the courtroom. I told the truth to the FBI and the jury rec clearly recognized that with their unanimous verdict today. I'm grateful to the members of the jury for their careful and thoughtful service. Despite being falsely accused, I'm relieved that justice ultimately prevailed in my case. As you can imagine, this has been a difficult year for my family and me. But right now, we are just grateful for the love and support of so many during this ordeal. And I'm looking forward to getting back to the work that I love. Now it's back to the drawing board. Cheryl for special counsel, John Durham, not happy with today's verdict. That's him right there getting out of the car. He released a statement regarding the jury's verdict. He wrote, while we are disappointed in the outcome, we respect the jury's decision and thank them for their service. I also want to recognize and thank the investigators and the prosecution team for their dedicated efforts in seeking truth and justice in this case. Cheryl, John Durham began looking at the origins of that Trump-Russia narrative. Where did it come from? Who started it? He started investigating this back in May of 2019, three years ago this month. He's charged three people, an attorney from the FBI named Kevin Kleinsmith, who pleaded guilty to altering a document back in 2020, Michael Sussman, who was acquitted today, and then coming in on October, Igor Danchenko, a Russian national researcher who has alleged ties to the famous Steele dossier. He's charged with lying to the FBI five times. So special counsel Durham, 
back to work. Cheryl. Uh, David, I can't help but think about the $35 million that we spent as taxpayers on the Mueller probe and what all of this means, these allegations as Durham continues his work with the, you know, the, the, the implications for Mueller's findings at the end of the day. Do you think that, that Durham is ever going to go after Mueller and challenge any of that investigation? We're not going to get our money back, but I'm just curious. Well, yeah, exactly. No, a lot of people have asked that, Cheryl. It's a fair point. Um, but what we do know, though, is Durham clearly is presenting a case that is completely flipped from what we saw in the Mueller investigation. I mean, a couple of weeks ago here, Robbie Mook, the former Clinton campaign uh, manager back in 2016, said that it was Hillary Clinton herself that said, go ahead and give the order about this Trump-Russia story that the campaign was not comfortable with. Go ahead and give it to the media. So we are seeing things that are completely contradictory to the Mueller probe in this Durham probe. And while Durham did not win today in court and Michael Sussman will walk away a free man, Durham is still painting a narrative that the highest levels of the campaign aimed and were hell-bent on taking down Donald Trump. And not to mention, John Durham's a special uh, counsel, meaning that he can operate on his own. Yes, it's under the Department of Justice, but guess what? Attorney General Merrick Garland has said we are not going to interfere and we are going to continue uh, upping, re-upping the budget for special counsel Durham. So stay well, tuned. Well, definitely we will. David, thank you very much. See, the problem with this, folks, is that there's always multiple fall guys. And by the time you get done with million-dollar investigations, taking them to crooked courts with crooked juries and crooked judges, we already knew, and not because we wanted to believe, because we already saw the proof. The proof was already there that Michael Sussman lied. This isn't a tinfoil hat conspiracy. This isn't painting a picture, as Fox News continued to say during that monologue. No, no, no. This was an entirely, uh, this was a setup from the very beginning, folks. This was a setup to be in front of these courts. We already knew he lied. We had the proof. It doesn't, we, didn't, we didn't need to determine whether he lied or not in court. We already got it. We got it by testimony. We got it by admission. And we had it by proof. The justice system in a whole, the FBI, the DOJ, all of it, it's all failed us. Just like sin it is crumbling around us, and it needs to be reformed. Draining the swamp doesn't just mean kicking all of these people out. It means kicking all of them out, putting them in prison, and then building back up from the bottom up, firing everybody. What we saw today was injustice, not justice. It was absolute injustice. And when there are so many crooked people to take the fall for Obama and Hillary Clinton, the top two in this puppeteer game from the globalist elite. Well, folks, what you saw today was was uh, indicative of where we are with American politics and our American justice system. No wonder nobody fears us. No, no wonder nobody respects us. And no wonder why everybody crosses that red line when there's a rhino or a weak Democrat in charge, legitimately or illegitimately. You are locked and loaded right here on Live from America. Thanks for joining in tonight here on the Live from America network of, uh, of platforms, including our partnership with Real America's Voice News, where you get real news and honest views. I am 
your ever-so-humble, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, coming to you live from the Live Free or Die Granite State of New Hampshire, and it is an honor for me to be here in this chair five days a week, twice a day. God bless you, and thank you, and we're just getting started. We are just getting started. We're talking about action, action, action. Well, wait until you see what the next few months of life from America brings because we're starting to team up with some powerful people that are going to make some serious waves in the Republican Party, in the Uniparty, in the Democratic Party, in the entire election and uh, judicial system in this country. It's, it's, it's about to change. And we're right there in the forefront of it with all of you. So thank you very much for being here, and I appreciate it. I want to read to you President Trump's response to this um, injustice that we just endured today. He put this out on his Truth Social. By the way, follow me at Real Jeremy Harrell on Truth Social. We are verified there, so you know it is me. I would appreciate that. And also follow me on Getter, if you can, and Telegram and Rumble. Rumble would be live from America with Jeremy Harrell. But on Truth, Donald Trump put out, our legal system is corrupt. Capitals. Our judges... Our justices are highly partisan, compromised, or just plain scared. Our borders are open. Caps. Our elections are rigged. Inflation is rampant. Caps. Gas prices and food costs are through the roof. Our military leadership is woke. Our country is going to hell. Caps. And Michael Sussman is not guilty. How's everything else doing? Enjoy your day. He knows. He knows what the independents and the people that actually make up an election see and what's going on with these Democrats. Big shout out to President Trump for always keeping it real. Amen. I'd like to give a big big shout out to Jeff Richardson. Thank you very much for the donation and the letter. And Jeff Richardson, ladies and gentlemen, sent me, he said, here's to start your nest egg and sent me an ounce of palladium. What a generous, generous, compassionate gesture by Jeff Richardson. Thank you, sir, for that very much. Uh, we will definitely cherish that. Sherry Smith, thank you for the donation and the crosses. God bless you. Um, now, we've got, a, uh, we've got a safari hat. I don't know where that came from, but we're going to wear that during our rhino section. Uh, Gene Havey, thank you very much. Please give a shout-out to L.J. Pinkney uh, for sending the Bibles a while back. Thank you very much, L.J. Sybil and Dave Kaiser, Thank you for wishing us a happy Memorial, uh, Memorial Day and anniversary, and thank you for your donation. Susan Dolce, thank you very much for your donation. Uh, she's been in the hospital for a while, folks. She's not been well. Please pray for Susan and uh, ask God to protect and, and heal her. Paula Shannonberger, thank you very much, and Connie Colberth. God bless you all, and thank you. Let's go to the Lord. Let's thank the Lord for all these great, wonderful people donating and supporting Live from America. And let's also pray to the Lord for all those that need help. Okay, folks? Here on this May 31st, I'm going to read to you from Jesus Listens. Splendid Savior, your word tells me, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. This sounds easy, but putting it into practice is really hard. I've seen how countercultural it is to focus on admirable things. People who work in the media almost always shine their spotlight on negative news. That's the truth. They rarely bother to report good things that are happening. And that's why we do that every day here, folks. Especially the many good things that your people are doing, God. I admit that having a positive focus is not only countercultural, but counter to my fallen nature. 
When Adam and Eve rebelled against you, everything was damaged by the fall, including my mind. As a result, focusing on excellent, admirable things and not at all, is not at all natural to me. It requires persistence, effort, and trying to make the right choice over and over again. Lord, please help me choose to look for what is good daily, moment by moment. In spite of the massive problems in this world, there is much that is worthy of praise. Amen on that one. I rejoice at you, the one who is the most praiseworthy, are continually with me closer than my own thoughts. In your excellent, admirable name, we pray. Thank you, Jesus. And now we pray one more time by removing our hats, if you are wearing one this evening. And let's go to the Lord, your lips to his ears, all together as one LFA and RAV congregation. We say it loud. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. And the LFARAV family says... Survey says... Yes, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much. It's an honor to pray with you guys every night before we get started on, the, on Live from America. And uh, you know what? At the very beginning, a lot of people thought that was really weird. They're like, what's this guy doing praying? It's a news show. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we give all glory to God here on Live from America. So having said that, let's take our first commercial break. Starting to get revved up here. Starting to wake up, starting to amp up here on Live from America. Real America's Voice News will be right back right after this. And to my LFA family, how are you all doing? I love you all so very much. Please take that Rumble link and get that link out directly to your messenger, your direct messenger or your messenger on Facebook. Do not just put it on your walls. Facebook likes to stop that algorithm real quick. It's a lot better if you get it to people individually. Now I want to also thank some people during this commercial break that donate on JeremyHarrell.com as that is our main source of income. Without that, we are toast. That's why it's so important. Michael Drees, God bless you. He sends uh, his, his uh, donation and says, God wins. Rick Brown sent his monthly donation. Joseph Beasley, monthly donation. Mark Kennehans, monthly donation. Jennifer Pruitt, thank you so very much for your monthly donation. Scott Branham, Jeremy, we decided to cancel our Netflix and donate that money we spent to your show. That is sacrifice, folks. That's sacrifice. I know there's a lot of stuff on these streaming services that people like, but that's sacrifice. Says, been listening to you twice a day. Here we go, all all the way back to the here we go days, and I'm with you all the way. It's been a roller coaster ride um, since them days, but we're in it to win it. Keep up the good work because nothing comes easy. Wow, that's that's good advice there, Scotty. Thank you. Harold Traeger, God bless you for your monthly donation. All these are monthly or weekly, folks. Trinity uh, Brandstetter. God bless you and thank you. Joy Boucher, uh, thank you. Rebecca Johnson, God bless you very much. Thank you, too. Uh, Melissa uh, Teixeira. Melissa Teixeira. Te- uh, I think that's how you say your name. Teixeira? Oh, that's it. Melissa Teixeira says, we got this, Jeremy. Amen. We do, girl. Yes, we do. Kim Butler, Pete, Patty Smith, 
Brittany Fink and Kathy Henson says, thank you for all you do for the Lord and for life from America. It is my pleasure and it's my honor and it's my blessing to do it. You don't have to thank me. Well, let's give all that thanks to the Lord because that's where it truly goes. That's where it definitely truly goes. Let's pop over and say hello to the good folks on Getter because Getter's blowing up and I love the fact that everybody reposts like crazy over there. It's a quick, easy repost like on True Social. Speaking of that, I ought to share all the video tonight on True Social, right? So those folks can watch the video as well. I did not do that. So let's just do that while we're live. Watch LFA with us live. Boom. There it is. So for all the people that uh, are on True Social, they can join in as well. How you doing? Leslie, good to see you. Thank you very much. Khaki is in the building. Drees Monkey, you are definitely welcome. Jeremy, thanks for the shout-out. Man, I'm telling you, you are great. Signy 818 how are you? Donna Marie, Tua, Zachary White, Vicky S., Squinky Dink. Oh, that's an awesome name. Liberty Girl, good to see you. Khaki, thank you. I love you as well. I appreciate you. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you. Let's get right back to the show. Um, we're going to start out... We're going to start out with a uh, little Joey Biden being mad today. A little Joey Applesauce. He's not a happy camper. And I don't mind when Joey's not a happy camper. Have you seen the rest of the country? We're not happy either, Joe. So let's get right to it. Here we go. Welcome back to Live from America. Thank you for joining in from the Live Free or Die Granite State of New Hampshire. I am Jeremy Harrell, and this is Real America's Voice News. So let's get into it. Please lift your cups up. Let's get some fuel for that fire, baby. First slurp of the day. Share the video if you're watching on social media. Let's get into it. Joey Applesauce, you know, the illegitimate resident of our White House who's illegally occupying it every single day, making the value of the house go way, way, way down. Well, folks, he may be at the end of his rope with his love affair with the mainstream fake news, lying fake media. It might be over with. You want to know why? Because not even that massive machine the fake news mainstream media, not even that massive machine can make people like old Joey Applesauce with the circles. I mean, it is a night and day 24-7 job to make the country like Joey Applesauce, but it just ain't happening. The numbers are not coming back. The return on investment is not there. People are upset, and they're having buyer's remorse or voter's remorse because even, ladies and gentlemen, no... Not even NBC can make people like this loser. So they've decided, you know what, let's report on what's really happening since we can't seem to get people to like this guy and our ratings are going in the tank. Biden is upset. I hope you guys are okay with that. I hope you guys are okay with the fact that your resident sniffer and thief is upset. And apparently he is, um, he's showing signs of meltdowns, according to NBC, at his failing and flailing presidency because new poll numbers just came out today that show that Biden is only a 23% approval rating among independents. It was 29. It's now 23. 23% approval rating among independents. You cannot win. No matter how much you try to cheat, you can't win. You can't win with those numbers. It just doesn't, it isn't possible. Now, we didn't think that 2020 was possible either. Found out real quick that it was. But long story short, folks, nobody in the history of the country has ever even come close to winning anything with 23% approval rating of the independents, which is the middle, which is the middle of, the, uh, of the road between right and left and, and pretty much is about, I would say, 30% of our voters. Now, I don't know what that actually is, but let's just call it 30%. That's too big. That's too big a number. 
When you have 23% approval rating, folks, that just goes to show you that you are not heading down the right path as any kind of politician anywhere. But let's get into the story. A report by NBC News published Tuesday shows Joe Biden and his White House team in absolute meltdown over Biden's stubborn, stubbornly low approval rating and his inability to govern effectively, which he and his staff blame on outside forces and, of course, white supremacists like you and myself, according to them. It's the kind of report that only comes out on a Democrat president when the staff and the elected officials start looking for lifeboats. That is why 32 incumbent Democrats are running for the hills. Lifeboats. Lifeboats. They're going to need them. And not that door that Jack couldn't jump on when he was freezing while Rose was perfectly comfortable. No, we're talking about lifeboats, life rafts, whatever they can grab their hands on because they know it's going to go all come tumbling down. Why do you think they're so, they're such in a massive hurry to, ch- to try to push through as much legislation as possible? Try to get anything they can when they can. The revealing article comes as a new uh, civics poll shows Biden with a 35% overall approval rating and a 23% approval rating among independents. Folks, you, that's just, those are horrendous numbers. Biden is underwater, and check this, 47 of our 50 states, with only Hawaii putting him over 50% at 52. While the two other positive states have Biden approval in the 40s, Vermont, 47, well, it's Vermont, and Massachusetts, 45. Biden's approval slash disapproval in his own home state of Delaware stands at a shocking 36 and 53. That means 36 approve, 53% disapprove. Biden was elected U.S. Senator from Delaware every six years from 1972 through 2008 until he was sworn in as Barack Hussein Obama's vice president in 2009, and he still is underwater because they know how much of a loser he is and a waste of space and an afterthought. The NBC report has Biden bewildered, bewildered. Well, that's a that's an understatement. Oh, where do I go? Oh, knees, cockroaches, oh, hairy legs. Bewildered by his low poll numbers, angry at his staff, lashing out at them, probably for not getting him the right ice cream, constantly correcting him. He's mad that people are constantly correcting him. Well, what do you think, Joey Applesauce? When you can't even put together a fifth grade sentence, if you went to school and tried to read to those kids that George Bush read to, even with his low IQ, he sounds like a genius compared to you. Those fifth graders, fourth graders, third graders, all the way down to kinder, my kindergarten, my daughter who's in kindergarten right now can read and put a sentence better than old Joey Applesauce. So I don't understand why he's so mad at them correcting him. But if you've known anybody who suffers from mental illness or Alzheimer's, they do get upset and frustrated. Apparently, he's frustrated that Democrats aren't defending him in the media and pressing his advisors for winning messaging. The article notes that Biden's poll-tested messaging uh, insult of President Trump and his supporters, Ultra MAGA, has become a celebrated marketing bonanza for the Trump movement. Well, everything is. Everything is. Do you remember when they said, grab them by the, you know what? That became a slogan. Ultra MAGA, dark MAGA, basket full of deplorables, everything they say, we use against them, and, 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 and some people profit bigly off of it. One thing I never profited of, off of was the Let's Go Brandon saying, not that I, you know, disagree, I, I thought it was a funny saying, I just decided not to put it on shirts and bumper stickers, okay? Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, one key, uh, one key Biden failing mission from NBC's otherwise good report is... What 
precipitated Biden's falling out with the American people? I would say, what hasn't precipitated Biden's falling out with the American people? How about stealing an election from a duly elected president who got more votes in history than any other sitting president ever? I don't know. Maybe just a thought. Faced with worsening political uh, predicament, uh, resident Joe Biden is uh, pressing aides for a more compelling message and a sharper strategy while bristling at how they've tried to stifle plain speaking persona that has long been one of his most potent assets. Biden is rattled by his sinking approval ratings and is looking to regain voters, says the Gateway Pundit, confidence that he has, that he can provide the sure-handed leadership he promised during the campaign. Do you want to know what's coming true all of President Trump's promises? Every promise that President Trump said would happen to this country if we legitimately or illegitimately elected Joe Biden would happen is happening. So one promise, uh, one person's promise is definitely coming true, and it's, pre- is it's President Trump's. President Trump's. So... Because the fact that old Biden is upset and he's mad at his handlers and mad at everybody for not for for nobody liking him, why doesn't anybody like me? Well, nobody likes a <laughs> nobody likes a Joe, a Joe Biden in the box. Anyway, he's going to get. Come on, man. <laughs> we did it. We did it, Joe. The dumb dumb award of the day. It's too easy to give that guy the dumb dumb award of the day. I wish I didn't have to do it every day. Oh, but I've never seen a more unqualified, unskilled uh, anybody in any position anywhere. I mean, like I said, he made George Bush look like Albert Einstein. Anyway, folks, we've got another shooting today, unfortunately. Another uh, gun shooting in America. How many is that this last month? Let me ask you this question. Now, a lot of people say, are you kidding me? Do you think Democrats are really, really orchestrating these shootout, these, uh, these mass shootings? Well, let me ask you this. How many has there been in the last month alone? And isn't it kind of a uh, coincidence, maybe even a little ironic, that all of these gun violence uh, uh, episodes and, 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 and massive horrendous fatalities happen all the time, right around the time that the Democrats are, are, are trying to gun grab? So either they're using the tragedy or they're causing the tragedy or their lawlessness and their policies are creating crime so big that the bad guys know that nothing's going to happen to them. So how many shootings have happened in the last month? And ask yourself if Democrats really have a control of this situation. Three people shot, one fatally after high school graduation ceremony in New Orleans. Three people were shot. Today, folks, after graduation ceremony at Morris Jeff High School, one elderly woman is dead and two males are injured, according to reports coming out from that area. According to witnesses, an argument between two females in a parking lot of Xavier University um, Convocation Center ended in gunfire. The elderly woman who was killed is believed to be an innocent bystander. Now, the local uh, station there, WVUE, reported that three people were shot, one fatally, Basically, just like I said, standing outside of that convention center, the NOPD deputy um, on the on the case is Christopher Goodley said that the elderly woman died from her wounds and two male victims sustained injuries that were not considered life threatening. Now, again, I told you the other day when I said there's there weren't shootings under President Trump again, did not mean that literally. What I mean by that, folks, is the fact that it's a trend and it's always odd, isn't it? The, the, The trend of gun grabbing is always synonymous 
with mass shootings under Democrat rule. My question is, is it a coincidence, ironic, or is there something more nefarious going on? And you know what? Five years ago, that probably would have been a tinfoil hat thing to say. Today in 2022, I don't think so at all, especially after what we've seen by these Democrats, these communists, these Marxists, these left-wing global NWO losers. We're starting to come on to you guys real, real quick. We'll be right back right after this. What say you in the comments section? Time to rumble, folks. Go off on the rumble section. What do you believe? What do you believe? Do you believe the Democrats are actually in on all these shootings? Or do you believe their policies lead to these shootings? Or do you believe that they use tragedies? Or do you believe that it's a combination of the two or three? I'd just like to know what you guys think in the, in the, uh, in the comment sections. Because sometimes I say to myself, oh, I don't know. You notice that in states where they hold our guns close and won't give them up? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Nefarious, says Lauren Cole. By design, no doubt. Nefarious. Obama's rules. It's obvious it's because it's nefarious. They want our guns. All of the above. Absolutely, they are causing it. This, I'm reading people's um, statements right here, folks, and this is what people are saying. This is what people are saying. Um, they're all in on it. All of the above, combo, all of the above, all of the above. I believe they are behind all of this. So again, folks, you're not going to be able to, to bait and switch us on this. It's common sense. You know what I mean? We're all adults here. We all understand the, the rule of attraction. We all understand the rule of law. Well, some of us do. But we all also understand that there are no coincidences. When things are happening like this out of control and it's a trend, just like the trend of being non, non-binary and don't know what gender you are in school, there's nefarious stuff behind this, this kind of stuff, man. It's not just there. This doesn't happen. Nefarious stuff. And it's by the hands of the Democrats. No doubt about that. No, no doubt about that at all. <clears throat> Let's come back from this uh, commercial break and get back into it. Here we go. And we're live right back here on Real America's Voice News. My name is Jeremy Harrell. Thank you for joining in here on Live from America. During the... During the uh, the, uh, the commercial break, I was asking the social media audience that watches Live from America from all over the country and all over the world if they actually believe that the Democrat policies lead to this kind of massive gun violence or if Democrats are more nefariously behind this to push gun-grabbing laws or are they just using tragedies that just coincidentally are happening under their law and under their rule and under their policies. So please chime in, but I will tell you that this Thursday... Nancy Pelosi, stretch face Armstrong herself, her house has a plan to vote for more gun grabbing on Thursday. Now, you remember, folks, they're up against the gun because the SCOTUS, uh, the Supreme Court, is about to send down a ruling that's going to massively put a hole in federal gun grabbing, and it's going to literally uphold the rights of the individual, so they better get on it, and they better get on it quick because they are up against the clock because you know the House is going to be all in on this. And if Mitch McChina and John Cornyn, those two rhinos, actually cave, folks, it's not going to look good for gun, for gun legislation in this country. And I don't know what's going to come down to, but I guess we'll see, won't we? Anyway, let's give, some, uh, let's give a shout-out to our, one of our sponsors here on Live from America, uh, Anthem Software. Uh, these guys have uh, reached out. They asked, uh, if, you know, if they could be part of the show, if they could partner and sponsor the show. You know, not all the time, but, you know, a couple months here and there. And I said, of course, because they're all about helping conservative businesses grow. 
So when you link that together with the American Strong Companies page, people that want to grow their business, people that want better customer service uh, or customer relations management, then Anthem Software does supply that for you. It's a good customer. It's a great customer relations management tool. A lot of people are using it. It will help you grow your small and medium business. It'll even help grow your large business. And there's a lot of free cons- uh, consultation there. So go to uh, anthemsoftware.com or call 855-269-9221 and let's grow this conservative Christian parallel economy so we don't got to worry about these losers anymore. And again, visit jeremyharrell.com and click the American Strong Companies page and you'll be able to search your state to see what companies are there. And if you have a small, medium, or even large business, it's all about America first, then put your business there as well. You can do it free of charge, free directory for American businesses. All right, folks, if you live in the city of Chicago, you are going to want to know this. As you know, uh, saving the babies and saving our children from the public school system, which is now partnered with DCF and C- uh, CPS, depending on what you call it in your state, in order to get your children from the cradle to the grave, that's what they're going to do. But I'm always going to keep you on the up and up with what's going on in the public school system, especially in your area. Chicago school systems are going to be implementing race-based grading systems in the 2022 and 2023 school season. Again, if you live in Chicago or have family in Chicago, you're going to want to know this and share this with them, okay? Oak Park and River Forest High School administrators, Oak Park and River Forest High School, will require teachers this year, 2022 going into 2023, to adjust their classroom grading scales to account for skin color or ethnicity of its students. Well, isn't that great? Isn't that great? Isn't that just a smack in the face to Martin Luther King Jr., who said, judge someone based on their content of their character, not the color of their skin. Wouldn't he just be turning in his grave knowing what the Democrats of today did, uh, what the Democrats of yesterday always did, and the Democrats of the, even before that always did and always accomplished, and that is just pure out racism, folks, because that's what they do. I wish Martin Luther King was alive today so he could call out the Democrats for exactly what they are, racist, race-baiting liars. School board members discussed the plan called, here's the name, Transformative Education Professional Development and Grading. Let me say that one more time. Slow, because it's all about the wording. Transformative education, professional development, and grading at a meeting on May 26th presented by Assistant Superintendent for Student Learning, Lori Fiorenza. In an effort to equalize test scores among racial groups, these school systems will order its teachers to exclude from their grading assessments variables that it says disproportionately hurt the grades of black students. No, no. It's not the teacher's fault that had them the year before. It's not the educator's fault that obviously never did what they were supposed to do to have, you know, the information sink in. It's not the teacher's fault who don't pay any attention to these children and don't care whether they get an education and they just want to push them right through. No, 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 no. It's the curriculum's fault that the the, the poor black student didn't get the education that he or she deserved. It's the curriculum's fault. It can't be the teacher's who didn't do their dang jobs, they can no longer be docked for missing class. Uh, what? What? No longer docked for missing class? Misbehaving in school, yeah, because, you know, 
There is no right or wrong anymore. We're in a holy civil war, folks. Or failing to turn in their assignments according to the plan. Okay, so I guess it's just a free-for-all. Even the education system is a participation, uh, participation trophy nowadays, folks, because they don't care. They don't want your children educated. They want your children sexualized, and that's it. Traditional grading practices perpetuate inequities and intensify the opportunity gap. Reads the slide in the PowerPoint deck outlining its rationale and its goals. It calls for what these uh, school's leaders describe as competency-based grading. Eliminating zeros from the grade book and encouraging and rewarding growth over time. Yeah, because China's doing that with their kids. Because other countries that are trying to compete with us on a global level to outsmart us, to out-innovate us. Oh yeah, because they're doing this stuff too. I'll bet you you go over to China and the average five-year-old, the average five-year-old knows about as much as Elon Musk does, can play the piano and 16 other instruments and speak in five languages by the time they're six years old. Not us over here. You get a participation trophy over here in America. We don't want to learn you or educate you. We just want you stupid, says the Democrats in charge. So you better watch out there in in Chicago because... uh, if your kid is, um, if your kid's white, he might fail just because he's white. If your kid's black, he'll pass just because he's black. If your kid's brown, he'll pass just because he's brown. And if your kid's Asian, I guess they're left out in the dark and they just got to work for everything. The Democrats treat everybody different based on the color of their skin or where they came from. So if you continue to put your children through public school, it is not your fault when they fail, get pregnant, OD on drugs, or just completely go off the wall and off the beaten path. It's yours. It's your fault. Or at least you own a big majority of it anyway. And like I said, folks, from the cradle to the grave, they want your kids. I've been saying that over and over again because the efforts, the efforts to use the public school system in partnership with DCF or CPS, Child Protective Services or DCF, depending on what state you're in, they call it something different. This is a calculated strategic effort to use the government, the state government, in partnership with the public school system who's basically told exactly what to do on a, from a federal level if they want any kind of federal funding so that uh, so the Child Protective Services can get involved at a moment's time and snatch your rights away to your children. And they can do it almost instantly. This is how bad it's gotten. So we as a country, state by state, need to get our legislators to put out some kind of legislation to get voted on some way, somehow, to disconnect DCF and CPS from our education system because they are abusing what was supposed to be a good thing. They realized that they could use the federal government or the state government to come in and just wipe out your entire family through the school system, and that's how they do it. And it isn't just taking your rights away as a parent. They will come in and up, they will turn over your whole life. They will flip your whole life upside down. Your work, everything will be infected and involved because of this thing that they, that they are doing and using state local and federal governments through the school system to destroy you, you white supremacist, white nationalist family who believes in God. How dare you? How dare you open up that Bible and put that flag outside your house? You are a disgrace to America, says the Democrats. What say you to that? Let me know in the comment section. Send me an email. Let me know how you think about all this that's going on. They're coming for them, folks. They're coming for them. 
Because check this out, the Biden education head defends biological boys in girls' sports and also, this is coming from Biden's White House, defends not telling parents about trans kids or what important issues that children are going through in the schools because parents just don't understand. Ask Will Smith. He'll slap you and tell you the whole story. Education Secretary Michael Cardona testified that the Biden administration supports giving federal financial aid to DREAMers and resident Joe Biden's education secretary said biological males should be able to compete against girls in school sports and that schools should not have to tell parents about their child's gender transition. Yeah, okay. Do you know that they're even telling children to bring a separate set of clothes to school and they can change into their, their, gender, um, their, uh, their, their preferred gender role clothes at school and then, but they got to change back before they go home? If you don't think this is happening where you live, you might want to get more involved. And if it's not happening where you live yet, don't worry. Coming to a theater near you. During a House Education and Labor Committee hearing on Thursday last week, Representative Jim Banks, representative of a uh, Republican from Indiana, asked Cardona how his department uh, could adhere to Title IX, which is meant to protect women and stop sex-based discrimination, while his agency is currently pushing a rule to force every school in America to add non-binary as a sexual characteristic and while withholding funding from schools that don't allow girl, boys to go pee in girls' bathrooms. Cardona said the administration is not encouraging the non-binary category, but is allowing states to report whatever classifications they have in their states. Long story short, don't tell your parents, kids. Don't tell them what we're doing with you at school. They're wrong. You're right. And when you and when they tell you that they're wrong, or they're right and you're wrong and they don't uh, refer to you as the proper gender, that's child abuse, and then we go after them. That's what they're doing. It's a strategic effort to take your children from the cradle to the grave and they're using the public school system to do it. How long are you going to allow that to happen is the question. We'll be right back with more honesty and truth right after this. Bet Baldwin says, I'm with you. I pulled it up. Ready to view, review it after this, says Connie. Good for you. Vicky Vale said, it's all disgusting. Jay Van Brown says, we'll go back to it later. Good. Good, good, good. I'm glad you guys are doing your, uh, your homework because we've got a lot of work to do. The fallout of the stolen election. Every policy after that is null and void. Amen. I agree. Oh, man, this is just beyond words at this point. Guys, I've been seeing this coming for quite a while, and I know you guys all have too. Doreen Davis says, check them backpacks. Not only check the backpacks, check the computer. Check the Google chats. Check the phones. Check the text messages. Check the social media accounts if they have them. Check any form of communication that they have, and I'll guarantee you you're going to find things that give you a heart attack and make you flip out. You're over the target. You are over the target, Jeremy. Jeremy, it is so hard to keep doing this. Jeremy, it is so hard to keep doing this, question mark. I don't know if, what that means, but yes, it's very hard. It is very hard. But you know what? Nothing good comes easy. That, that, that's the truth. Nothing good comes easy. Let's, um, let's come back from this commercial break, and let's get back into the next, the next topic here, okay? Here we go. <clears throat> And welcome back to Live from America. Thanks for joining here on Real America's Voice News. Look, I know things get rough here and things get rough and tumble, but it is the way it is. Truth is truth. And truth is always good news because we know exactly how to fight it. And we fight it with other patriots. And we help prop up each other's businesses. 
and we shop with each other so that we can continue to fight the good fight because it takes money. Ladies and gentlemen, you know, like all the box stores that destroyed Mike Lindell and then we propped him up. If it wasn't for Mike Lind- if it wasn't for us, Mike Lindell's business wouldn't exist. My pillow wouldn't exist. All those people wouldn't have a job and we wouldn't have somebody fighting election integrity so hard. So speaking of that, I want to give Mike Lindell some love right now. You guys go to MyPillow.com slash LFA. You don't even have to put the promo code in if you just go to MyPillow.com slash LFA. Get massive buy one, get one free. This guy is throwing out massive sales right now because he needs to spark some sales uh, in the company because I'm sure sales are down with inflation being the way it is. So a lot of buy one, get one freeze on MyPillow.com. You got the pillows, you got the cowls, you got the, uh, the go anywhere pillows, you got the, the, the slippers, $90 off. If you guys continue to help Mike Lindell out there too, just throw in, uh, the, the, the slash LFA, uh, when you type it in and you'll, uh, you'll help life from America as well. Okay. All right, here we go, folks. It is my favorite. Oh, I've been waiting for this, for this section of the show. So we're going to get right into rhino hunting, ladies and gentlemen. We've got some rhino hunting to do, so let's cue that rhino hunting music if we can. Here we go. Oh, there we go. Ladies and gentlemen, I've got my safari hat on. Yoo-hoo. I'll make you famous. We're going rhino hunting, and I do want to thank you for this safari hat. This safari hat is awesome. I absolutely love it, and I think it's a good, it's a good hat to wear out there while we're rhino hunting in the thick, don't you think? Don't you think? Big shout-out to, <laughs> to, uh, to those who sent that uh, safari hat. Again, it came anonymously, and it was pretty awesome. It was pretty awesome, so thank you. But we are honestly going rhino hunting, and it's not a game. It is a serious, serious issue. So if we can, folks, let's get right into it. The GOP neocons, you know, the ones that are all out there voting for the $40 billion to go to Ukraine and not help, I don't know, our homeless, not help anybody at the border, not help anybody uh, out of these hard times with gas prices or anything like that. No, no. These GOP neocons that we call rhinos, they are absolutely unclear where the $40 billion for Ukraine is going to come from. Nobody knows where it's going to come from. But that didn't stop people like Dan Crenshaw, did it? That didn't stop people like Dan Crenshaw, Mom Jeans Mitt Romney, or anybody else, Lindsey Graham, Flimsy Lindsey Graham, that didn't stop them from voting for that $40 billion, did that? Did it? Where exactly Congress's appropriated funds for Ukraine will ultimately come from remains an absolute mystery, and this is the problem with our Republican Party. We've got a fight in our hands, and it's uphill, but you know what? We're up for the task if anybody is. Resident Joe Biden signed a $40 billion aid package to Ukraine over a week ago, bringing total taxpayer funding for the war-torn nation to roughly $54 billion with massive Republican support. But where exactly these additional funds are actually going to come from does remain a mystery. The bill, which offers $7 billion more than the president requested, passed the House with 149 Republicans voting in favor and another 25 Republicans in the Senate, securing its passage one week later. Only 57 Republicans, 57 courageous, make America great again, America first Republicans in the House, and only 11 Republicans in the Senate voted in opposition. GOP Missouri Senator Josh Hawley condemned the package as a colossal donation made against American interests. He 
was spot on when he said that. Absolutely spot on. It neglects priorities at home, the border. It allows Europe to freeload, shortchanges critical interests abroad, and comes with no meaningful oversight, Hawley tweeted. Republicans outside congressional leadership who championed the bill include Iowa Senator Joni Ernst, South Carolina Senator Flimsy Lindsey Graham, and of course Texas Representative Dan Crenshaw, who might just be John McCain reincarnated. Days after the vote in the lower chamber, Crenshaw went on Fox News to defend his support for the billions sent to Ukraine, calling it a vehicle to pivot our foreign policy focus from Russia to China saying, quote, this is an investment in the severe de- degradation of our second biggest adversary, the Russian military, Crenshaw said, that allows us to do something that allows us to focus on our actual biggest adversary, which is China. How does that happen? You're sending $40 billion to Ukraine. You don't know where the heck the money's going. I, I, I broke down where a lot of it was going last week, and none of it was going towards what we thought it was going to go towards. It sure as heck didn't go towards uh, Ukraine fighting back against Russia. I can promise you that. And we don't know where it's coming from. We don't know how we're going to fund it. I guarantee it's going to be through, uh, through more uh, inflation or tax, taxes, the, the, the uh, Trump tax cuts being taken out. I guarantee you that's where it's going to come from. But that doesn't stop Dan Crenshaw and many others from getting on there and spouting ridiculousness. Christian Witten, a former senior advisor to the State Department under George Bush and Donald Trump, who now serves as a senior fellow for the Center of National Interest, told The Federalist that if lawmakers were serious about a pivot to China, they would already be pivoting to China, not to Ukraine. Eh, exactly. Don't you just love how they spin it, though? Of course, Dan Crenshaw and F- flimsy Lindsey Graham, as long as they, uh, as long as... <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold the phone, hold the phone. I know we're, I got to pick up where I just left off, but Suzanne Vermont has just said something funny. She said, you reminded me of Jack Black and Jumanji wearing that jungle hat. I don't know if that's a, <laughs> I don't know if that's an insult or a, uh, either way, either way. Thank you very much. But anyway, going back to that. Anytime that flimsy Lindsey Graham or Dan Crenshaw need an outlet to voice their stupidness, all they have to do is go on and call their buddy Sean Hannity on Fox News, and old Sean just, thirsty Sean just lets them on so they can regurgitate their CNN propaganda over and over again to Republicans to make Republicans believe that they're Republicans. Long story short, the GOP has no idea where the money's going to come from, and they have no idea where their money's going, and they don't care. But moving from that rhino hunting segment to something that actually does make me a little bit, something that does make me happy that the Democrats themselves are doing. This is actually good news. Raise your hand if you like Representative Squad Leader, the Jihad Squad Leader, Rashida Tlaib. All hands up if you like Rashida Tlaib. All hands up if you think she's qualified to be a representative for the United States of America. All hands up if you think this woman belongs anywhere near 50 miles away from an elected uh, seat in the United States of America. Let me know what you guys think of Rashida Tlaib, because apparently her own party doesn't like her. A hedge fund group, a pro-Israeli Democrat super PAC hedge fund Wall Street group has now just spent $1 million dollars to unseat Rashida Tlaib. This is good news, and I got to say, got to report on it. 
a new political action committee backed by a major New York hedge fund and Democratic politician turned cable news commentator Bakari Sellers plans to spend more than $1 million in a bid to oust progressive second-term Michigan Democrat Rashida Tlaib, the Jihad Squad, from the U.S. House of Representatives in November's midterm elections. Hey, I'm all for it. I know another Democrat's probably going to take her place. I get it. I know the area. I know where she is. But hey, I'm all for the Jihad Squad being burned up. UEA's PAC's premier race will begin or will be in Michigan's 12th congressional district where the group plans to spend $1 million on TV, digital, mail, radio, and print advertising to support Detroit City Clerk's Janice Winfrey in her campaign to restore infrastructure, improve educational opportunities in the district, and support the Biden-Harris agenda in D.C. Again, folks, I don't care. We're either going to have her or another Democrat. I'd rather, isn't it, isn't it bad that there's level of de- levels to these Democrats? There's like Democrat, then there's liberal, then there's Marxist, then there's communist, then there's worthless. I think they all figure out, they all fit under that umbrella right there, the worthless umbrella. But long story short, folks, I would be happy to see another Democrat spend millions of dollars to oust the jihad squad. How about you? Let me know where you are on, on that, because I'm like, let's get rid of her. Uh, good riddance to bad rubbish no matter how we got to get rid of her she doesn't belong and most likely she's there just as illegally and illegitimately as Ilhan Omar her jihad squad counterpart either way it's good news for me it's good news for you let's see Rashida Tlaib hit the road because we can't stand her where's that hit the road song don't we have a uh, uh, hit the road Jack you know what we got a better one here we go Bye-bye, Rashida Tlaib. Nobody wants you anymore. Nobody wanted you in the first place. How you got in there, we don't know. Maybe you married a brother. Maybe you took cues from Elon Omar. Either way, time to kick rocks, girl. We don't want you no more. The United States doesn't want you no more. Go back to Palestine or wherever. Be right back to close the show out with some good news right after this. How come we haven't seen hide nor hair of Kabbalah Harris, says Sue Schaefer? I don't know. Maybe they got her to shut up because she says so many stupid things every time she opens her mouth. Get rid of the jihad squad, says Peggy. Amen. Yes, take Omar with her. <laughs> Amen. You guys could do me a favor and do uh, one more round of Sharon before we end the show. I got some actually good news to end the show with, so I think you guys are going to be uh, I think you guys are going to be happy when you hear this. And it actually comes from the border, believe it or not. Good news from the border. We never get that, do we? Anyway, let's uh, on one second here. Let me see something before we come back. Make sure that all right, that's good. Okay, I just had to check something real quick. Let's come back to the show. And talk about the good news we got going on. And we're ending, uh, we're nearing the end of the show here on Real America's Voice News Live from America. And I want to thank you guys all for joining in. I appreciate you every single day, every single night, every single minute, every single hour. I praise God that you guys are here because without you, there is no me. But I do want to give you some good news coming from the border for a change. Um, We don't get a lot of good news coming from the border. I can tell you that. But this is good news, and it's uh, surrounding highlighting a Border Patrol agent by the name of George George Huertas. San Diego off-duty Border Patrol delivered a baby boy in a public bathroom at Liberty Station on Sunday. 
Border Patrol agent George Huertes, who is a member of the Border Patrol Search Trauma and Rescue, or called Borstar, team in San Diego, responded to a woman giving birth in a bathroom stall. A trained emergency medical technician, Agent Huertes, successfully helped deliver the baby and introduced him to his mother. Quote, if you know George, you know he is too humble to bring this up for attention, said Michael McEwen, the acting commanding um, officer in San Diego Borstar. He only told a group of us in passing during muster and downplayed the whole incident. Agent Huertes and his family were, a Liberty, were at Liberty Station that morning participating in the Miracle uh, Baby Superhero 5K event. Agent Huertes is highly active within the premature baby community, and he has a son who spent the first three months of his life in the NICU. As Huertes and his family were packing up to leave, his sister ran over and told him about the woman giving birth in a nearby public restroom. Restroom. Huertes ran to the restroom, found the woman in the process of giving birth in one of the restroom stalls. He began providing aid to the woman and her unborn child. Though the bathroom was not an ideal location and conditions were unsanitary, Huertes stepped in and helped using rubber gloves provided by a janitor. Using his EMT training, Agent Huertes was able to stimulate the child and initiate breathing. He wrapped the baby up in one of his sister's baby blankets, and after cleaning the baby's boy's face, he introduced the child to his mother for a first time. Now, I understand that's probably an anchor baby. I understand it's probably an illegal person in the United States. But you know what? That was God's gift. A child is always a blessing from God, no matter where it's coming from or where it's born. And for that child to be born at the quick thinking of that Border Patrol agent, I just got to say big shout out to Border Patrol agent Huertes because we always get bad news from the border, and that's not such bad news. And now, ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and promote what you're going to see on June 3rd right here on Real America's Voice News on Steve Gruber's show. This is the preview and the, premi- and the trailer to the new Armor of God video. Check this out. Armor of God, Dave Bray USA, and yours truly dropping on June 3rd, Friday. I cannot wait for you guys to see the whole video. You guys have been there every step of the way. Thank you all very much. That is going to do it for Live from America tonight. Remember to visit JeremyHarrell.com if you want to help the show out. It's always appreciated. Remember, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there is only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Keep a smile on your face, your family's close, and keep spreading that gospel, folks. And I will see you tomorrow at 11 a.m. for more Live from America and again in the evening on Real America's Voice News. Thank you all very much. God bless you. Have a wonderful evening. See you later, folks. Bye-bye. Something that we won't ever give it up Long as I'm bleeding, I'ma never stop screaming That we first in America